Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on The Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking to a Syracuse football legend about his return to professional football and another Bayheim playing for the Syracuse basketball team. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Brad Bierman, and our guest today is former Syracuse quarterback Eric Dungy. Eric, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? Yeah, I'm doing great. And Eric, we'll get you started on this one. You're playing in the Spring League for the Blues, which begins on May 6th and will be televised on Fox and Fox Sports. How excited are you to get back to playing football? I cannot wait. As you know, the last year, year and a half, has been um, incredibly hard for everybody, and especially for, you know, free agent athletes. And I think the Spring League is, you know, a blessing, and I can't wait to just get out there and play some football, be around football guys, and um, just really just have an opportunity. So it's really a blessing and just really cannot wait. I've been so eager and just ready to play. The TSL will be a six-game regular season with eight teams, and it's viewed as a pipeline for the NFL. What are you looking to show the NFL scouts? I just want to show the NFL scouts that I'm still ready to play. I'm a leader. I belong behind center. And, you know, I'm more confident and eager than ever. Um, I've really just been so motivated the past year and uh, it was incredibly frustrating to watching the NFL just because I felt I belonged out there and I saw guys, um, whether it be the backups or something I played against. And, um, you know, I compared myself to them and I, I was like, I, I can be there. And, um, you know, obviously I got to show that in the spring league. And um, it's just, again, it's just really a blessing that there's this league coming out and it's giving everybody a chance when other leagues are, you know, not going or, um, you know, haven't really uh, been able to get underway just because of COVID restrictions and whatnot. So, um, again, I really can't say uh, enough good things about the Spring League because it's really an opportunity for guys like me who really need it. Eric, you touched on it several times now. We've been in the middle of a pandemic for a year now. How have you prepared for this moment over the past year, given the lack of opportunities to play? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been, uh, like I said, it's been frustrating, but um, I really just try to stay optimistic, and um, it's really just motivated me more than ever. You know, I, I wake up every day, I get my workout in, I go to the field, I get, you know, some throwing in, and I just try to stay mentally sharp, and um, it's tough when, you know, you're waiting on a call and you don't get a call every day, but you got to, you know, prepare like you're going to get a call that next day and be ready to, you know, get on a plane and go wherever, so... Um, it's really just been mentally taxing, uh, but from that standpoint, I've had a great support system behind me. I've had great, um, you know, my, my fiance has been awesome. My family has been awesome in supporting me throughout this whole journey and um, keeping me focused and keeping me confident. And um, like I said, I'm, gonna, I'm, a, I'm a dead horse because I'm feeling like a dead horse. I'm just excited for this spring league because um, it's an opportunity and that's what I've been waiting for. And I think Syracuse fans are specifically excited to watch you in the Spring League because they saw you for four years make magic happen. You led Syracuse to an upset over Clemson. You were MVP of the Camping World Bowl. You were captain of a team that won 10 games and was ranked in the top 25 for the first time since 2001. There are so many great moments in your college career. Can you pinpoint a favorite one? Uh, 
You know what? I think it would have to be the Camping World Bowl victory, um, just because it was a senior year. And if you look back on our, you know, the senior class, especially the four years that we had, and um, you know, especially freshman year, playing as a true freshman, I think we had, you know, 70% productivity by all true freshmen, and we went four and eight, but we had about five games where it was decided by, you know, one score or less. And that's pretty tough to do in the ACC. So we were always in games. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're in games. It matters if you win them. And the senior year, we were really able to put that all together. And we gave the fans a, you know, Camping World Bowl win victory, you know, very prestigious bowl at the time. And um, it was just very fulfilling. And, you know, all that hard work was paying off. And um, it got me excited for that next level. Because, I, I mean, I just love playing football. I love being around the game. And, um, obviously with, you know, COVID and everything, it kind of take, taken away just with the XFL and that opportunity, but um, ready to go again. So, And Eric, we'll get you out of here on this one. Obviously a disappointing 2020 for the Syracuse football team going 1-10, but there's been a lot of improvements across the board over the winter time. Do you expect a turnaround in 2021? Yeah, I really do. Um, if you look at that receiving core, Taj Harris, you know, leading it, it he is just such a special player and and that offense, if you have one one receiver like that who can just, you know, take the top off of defense and um, really just stretch the field, and you got Tommy and, you know, a couple actually a couple quarterbacks now that are going to push Tommy and um, the competition, that's what they needed there is competition within the team because that's going to make you even better. And um, that's how we were so successful is that we kept competing with each other every day, every day. Um, and then when you're playing against other people, it's just almost like, you know, a scrimmage because it just felt easy because you were going so hard in practice every day. Um, so I think that's what they need. And, you know, it, you don't want to blame it on COVID or anything, but it, it does make the year very hard and uh, very unpredictable for a lot of these players, you know, getting tested every day, um, COVID tests, and just really having to follow pro- very strict protocols. And um, it was just kind of a worry that, you know, what what is this and what is going on? And they're trying to play football at the top level with a, a lot of distractions off the field. But um, this is the year. And, um, I'm really excited to watch them play, and I think they can do very well, especially with that young defense coming back. And you saw all the young players on defense making plays, and they got great D.C. and um, just great coaches around them to lead them. So, Eric, thank you so much for coming on the program. Again, Syracuse football legend Eric Dungy. The spring league begins on May 6th. Come watch Eric and the Blues on Fox and the Fox Family Networks for their six-game regular season. Eric, I think I speak for all of Orange Nation when we say we're pulling for you. Best of luck in the Spring League, and we'll speak with you soon. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Wishing Eric all the best of luck in May, and I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online Editor-in-Chief and my very good friend, Brad Bierman. Brad, how are you today? I am doing well, Wes. Thank you. Brad, college basketball free agency continues on Friday afternoon. The worst-kept secret in college basketball finally came out into the open. Jimmy Beheim, the eldest son of Jim Beheim and the older brother of Buddy Beheim, announced his commitment to Syracuse. That's three Beheims for one basketball court. Break it down for us, Brad. Well, Wes, it was just a matter of time, as you said, and I think most Syracuse fans could have probably predicted this uh, with what's been shaking out in the offseason with the transfer portal, who's come in, who's left the program. And as Syracuse was looking to replace, you know, position players in the front court, obviously a player like Jimmy Beheim with the Ivy League situation, stopping basketball this past season, still having a year of eligibility and having the unique opportunity to play not only for his father, but with his brother, Forming, you know, the rare two-brother playing for their father, head coach 
scenario, it was simply too good, too much to pass up, simply too good to be true for Jimmy Beheim and his father and, and the Syracuse program. And he's certainly going to be a productive player for, for the Orange. I'm not going to try to say he's going to replace the athleticism of Alan Griffin and Quincy Garrier up front and the potential we've seen from five-star recruit Benny Williams coming in and the highlights we've seen from Cole Swider transferring in from Villanova, but he's going to make a contribution. He's certainly you know, a great basketball player, the son of a head coach who's gone through you know, hours and hours and hours of practice on his own, taking advantage of having a gym uh, built adjacent to his home. So he's a smart player, and he's going to be productive, and there are going to be situations in the upcoming season where a player like Jimmy Beheim might end up being the difference between a Syracuse win and a Syracuse loss. Brad, Syracuse's roster is now coming into shape. The front court rotation looks like a combination of Benny Williams, Jimmy Beheim, and Cole Swider. The back court will be Joe Girard, Buddy Beheim, and Samir Torrance. And the center spot will be manned by Barama Sidibe, Jesse Edwards, and Frank Anselm if he decides to stay. Still waiting on a decision from Quincy Gurrier in the NBA draft, but do you think that roster is an improvement over the past season? Well, projecting out, and of course using that word projecting, it, it could be. It could very well end up being that way because we don't know what's going to be uh, the, the level of health with Barama Sidibe. You know, how effective is he going to be? Enough to play most of the minutes as the starting center? That remains to be seen. How much improved, how much improvement, I should say, will we see from Jesse Edwards entering his junior year? I've got to think we'll see improvement. That's the mark of the Syracuse coaching staff as they develop players that are two, three, and in certain cases, four years into the program, excuse me, with Merrick Dolezal last year. We don't know exactly, you know, how the talent level of Benny Williams is. We've heard five-star. We we know he is immensely athletic, and he's going to bring a lot to the table as a recruit next season. And we know how Cole Swider has contributed to Villanova the past years, this past couple of seasons, and Samir Torrance at Marquette. We know Joe Girard and Buddy Beheim are going to continue to improve as the starting backcourt. So it remains to be seen uh, as you said, one of the wild cards is Frank Anselm. Don't know if he's going to be returning to the program. 100% sure yet. And, of course, the other scholarship player is Chaz Owens. So right there, Wes, that's 10 players on scholarship. There's room for a couple of more, and I do think you're going to see a couple of more signees with the program here in the late spring, even into approaching early summer. That's happened in the past. So I think certainly the potential for the roster is to be as talented or even more so than last year, but a lot of time has to take place for before we can determine that 100%. And Brad, we're right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts. Well, in line with the official announcement about Jimmy Beheim coming aboard to the program, I think of this, Wes. You know, I'm one of the few media members that have covered Jim Beheim's entire 45-year career. And I think back to the 10-year period in which I handled his weekly coaching show. He and I would spend a lot of time together inside a studio in between commercial breaks talking about a whole variety of topics. And it's just amazing to me to see the entire you know, length of that career 
that if you had said back even in the 1980s, hey, coach, you're going to end your, your Hall of Fame career with the opportunity to coach your two sons, nobody would have ever believed that. And now that it's coming true, it's just simply amazing to me that after all he has done, Coach Beheim in his career, he's going to get out at the twilight of his career to be able to coach both of his sons. That thought to me is simply amazing. Brad, my closing thoughts are on Woody Newton, who announced his transfer to Oklahoma State on Friday. Newton averaged 3.5 points and 1.8 rebounds and was an early member of the rotation, but after the COVID pause in December, he only played five games the rest of the season. Newton showed plenty of upside and talent in his brief Syracuse career, and I think he'll develop into a star at the college level. Best of luck to him with the Cowboys. That's it for us for Brad Bierman. This is Wes Chang reminding you that when I'm buying car insurance, I ask myself, which company has the most annoying and relentless commercials? You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Juice on the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.